Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, in this week's episodes of Fruit Snacks, we're going to be focusing on another question that's come up in my apologetic-related discussions with my youth, and this one happens to be a very common logical fallacy known as the genetic fallacy, and we're going to get into more about what that is in the episodes throughout this week, but this question or statement really is so common in the world today, you have probably heard something to the effect of, if you were born in India, then you would be a Hindu. Or if you were born in Saudi Arabia, then you would be a Muslim. And this kind of reasoning has actually been used in professional debates between Christians and atheists before, which is pretty amazing when you consider this is a error in thinking that gets taught in freshman level philosophy courses. So it is such a pervasive mistake, but it's so common. I think it's worth it for us to understand why it's an error in thinking and also to examine some ways that we can counter it or ask just good questions that'll get people to think a little more clearly about what exactly it is that they're implying or saying and why it's not the case. So this idea of you being born in a certain place determining what you believe is really it's really intended to sort of undermine your claim that Christianity is exclusively and objectively true. Because by making a statement like this, it sort of implies that the only reason that you or I happen to hold the beliefs that we do is due to the historical or geographical or cultural uh, accidents of our birth. That if we had been born in a different time and a place, that we wouldn't be Christians at all. In fact, we would follow any one of the other major world religions or no religion at all. But is that actually true? We're going to look throughout this week at some ways that we can counteract it, assuming that it's true. But first, I want to stop and actually question whether or not such a statement is even true to begin with. Because if it isn't, then this is the kind of statement that just doesn't even ever get off the ground. And I think that that's the case. So, Let's look at the statement itself just a little more closely. The implication is that people who live in certain parts of the world believe certain things because that is what their culture teaches or believes or adheres to. But let's think about this for a second. Does the population in India consist exclusively of people who belong to Hindu religions? Does the Middle East consist exclusively only of Muslims? Are Christians only to be found in the U.S. and in Europe? Are Buddhists only found in Asia? And I raise these questions because when we think about it, it's obviously false that where you are born necessitates that you believe certain things because 
we can find example after example of people who were born in those cultures and in those countries who don't believe those things. In fact, the late apologist Ravi Zacharias is a perfect example, someone who was born in India and grew up in the cultural milieu of Hinduism and who became a great modern-day apologist for the Christian faith, defying this idea that because he was born in India, he was destined to be a Hindu. It just simply doesn't follow. So as we said, the statement itself is obviously false. But what if, for the sake of the argument, we were to grant that it was the case? What difference would that make? And would it be a problem for us even if this was a true statement? I don't think so. And in the episodes that come up the rest of this week on Wednesday and Friday, we're going to examine why even if this statement is true, it still isn't a problem. And it's still not something that we should give any weight or credence to when we hear someone make this argument around us. So I hope you'll join me as we dive a little bit deeper into this topic, this logical fallacy that is so, so prevalent in our culture today. And I hope that you learn how to uh, detect it and evade it in conversations when you have an opportunity to be an ambassador for Jesus and to stand up for the exclusive and objective truth of the Christian worldview. 